Hello, everyone. The Urban Dictionary defines the phenomenon dumpster fire as the following. A random series of events that are hot messes, train wrecks, and colossal fails that are totally out of your control. In other words, season 19 of The Bachelorette. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 278 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin, and I have a confession to make. Would you like to hear it? Um, yes. <laughs> Great answer. Otherwise, my intro would be totally blown. Yeah. I did not watch the show on Tuesday <gasps> because I was at the Michael Bublé concert. How was that? I think I had a better time than you did watching the show. <laughs> I didn't watch it, on Tuesday either. I waited. I was not at the Bublé concert. <laughs> what? I like Were Bublé. you at the Lady Gaga concert? Because they were going on at the same time. Uh, I mean, it had well, a Well, I think to... probably Bublé was ending as Gaga was starting, but. Listen, if uh, had I lived in Houston, um, I would have wrestled with that decision. But um, yes, mm. I, mean, I haven't been to a stadium concert in a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, that would be a nice thing to go to. Did what was like, your last one? Oh, my gosh. Last stadium concert I yeah. went to. I remember, honestly, it was before COVID. So mm. I honestly can't remember. Probably like uh, Dwight Yoakam. No, he doesn't play stadiums anymore. Oh. I've been to a couple like medium sized, like you know, in the round type of venues where you know a couple thousand people, but yeah. um, full blown, you know, whatever Reliance Stadium type of thing. I haven't been in years. What's your favorite Michael Bublé song? Um, I like. I actually do like Michael Bublé a lot. You know, he does a lot of the standards, which I he like. does. I know you like those. Yeah, my big Sinatra and Dean Martin and that mm-hmm. whole band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like feeling feeling good. Is that that's one? what he opened with? Oh, yeah. so good. Um, and I like I'm coming home. I like that one a lot. Yes, yes, that's I, what made him a star. Yeah, he uh, he's got a great voice. And um, I saw a thing years ago. Um, another guy I really like, Chris Isaac, um, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. a uh, this kind of variety show thing where he would have guests and they would do a big interview and they'd talk about music and then he would perform with them. But he would always perform kind of out of their genre, you know, so they yes. could feel their voice. And he did like a couple Elvis songs with Buble, and Buble killed it. He sounded great. So interesting that you say that because he had a whole Elvis section in his set list. It was incredible. Do you know who's coming um, this weekend, as a matter of fact, to San Antonio? Who? Pitbull. Mr. 305. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Woo. <laughs> I knew it was either him or Dan Plache or the band train. <laughs> yeah. One of those would be worth mentioning. For I, uh, sure. I was flipping through the country music awards. I don't watch award shows period, but I was flipping around and I saw Trace Atkins do a uh, Hank Williams cover 
And then they're like, you know, and the, when they do the finale, everyone's standing and they do that whole pan out across the crowd, very awardy, showy kind of shot, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, coming up next. And they listed like six people, and I had no idea who any of them were. I know. We ran across the Emmys the other night. And number one, I usually do a podcast on the Emmys, and I didn't even know they were happening. Number two, I probably, not an exaggeration, not an exaggeration, did not know 95% of the shows that were nominated. And what was even more weird is that you would have eight nominees for best supporting actor in a drama, but they all came from just three shows. Yeah. And I kept thinking, aren't they canceling each other out? Why, why are three people from succession and three people from something called white Lotus and three people from is very odd, but I did hear that Abbott elementary won a lot uh, or a handful of awards. And they're my new favorite show, by the way. I've never even heard of that. See, the problem is, is that no one markets to our age group. It's all 18 to 25. And then they go for the older folks with the uh, Dancing with the Stars crowd. So we're in this purgatory. Plus, you know, I know you and I are um, purveyors of popular culture, purveyors of popular culture analysis, but I don't know much popular culture outside of that. (laughs) Well, the awesome thing about Abbott Elementary is that it's network TV. Nothing ever gets an award for network TV anymore. So that's pretty exciting. And then um, the other thing is that I think we mentioned it last week, but Dancing with the Stars, you know, is on Disney Plus now. Did we talk about that? We did. We did. And how Gabby is on there. Yeah, and then she was selected, and she's a dancer, and she's very excited to display her talents, but you weren't sure if anyone would uh, forego Monday Night Football in order right. to get Disney Plus. Do you think her silver sparkly dress from Tuesday night was an homage to the disco ball trophy that she will win? I think it was. I don't know if she'll win. We'll have to see what she's got, because uh, the guy with the open shirt and the tight pants, I mean, he's skilled. Val. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know it doesn't really narrow it down. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> but Val is her is her partner, and Val is a fan favorite, which means Val will get votes. If people go over there and watch it, I don't know. I will because I have Disney Plus, and I'm interested in that show. And maybe I'll just recap it so people don't have to go over there, continue to recap it. But before we get into The Bachelor and what happened, geez, Um, I want to mention one more thing. Last year, we did with, Laura and I did with our friend Alyssa Donor Match Days for Arise Africa, her nonprofit that she has. Just to give you a quick um, recap, Alyssa, you know, at 26 years old, decides to go to Zambia and start a nonprofit to help kids who don't have homes. (laughs) You know, as you do when you're 26, what were you doing when you were 26 years old? Were you starting nonprofits? Drinking. (laughs) That's it. The (laughs) So here we are. She started in 2009. Here we are in 2022. And she has what she's calling donor match days. So if you give to Arise Africa, it will be matched. Whatever the number is, it will be matched. which is such a cool, so it's your donation times too. We did it last year, Laura and I did, and we're doing it again this year. I just wanted to mention it. There's going to be a link in the show notes, but we're trying to get a hundred P 
people, our friends, listeners, readers, your friends, your parents, whomever, to donate. We don't care how much. We just want you to click the link and donate, and we're trying to win. There's a contest this year, and we both are motivated by that. So we're trying to win because the the prize is a trip to Zambia to go Listen. and see. Uh, altruism comes in many forms, and uh, <laughs> if you're if you're self interested and you're benefiting someone else, God bless you. Um, mm-hmm. I was very. I will tell you, I went last year. Remember you, and we were nice enough to invite me. Yeah, and I uh, went to the event. I was very moved, and I did give um, some money. I and know. Uh, I knew it was coming up because I'm starting to get um, additional mail from those folks. Yes. So mm-hmm. whatever Alyssa's doing over there at the Arise uh, mm-hmm. is very uh, well organized. It is. She's got her act together, man. Um, she also that was the that was our Houston fundraiser that you came to, and yep. it, we're, it's happening again. If you'd like to come, I'll invite you. But do you remember last year? It was on my birthday, on my actual birthday. And my mom really, was in town. I do, and I got to hang out with uh, Lene Ray or whatever. Her name <laughs> yep, is. yep, that yeah. is her name. It rhymes. <laughs> um, we had a, she and I had a, a secret B E E R. I know I'm not allowed to say that she, she drinks. She but, doesn't. Uh, Shocking scandal. She doesn't. She does. I ordered two of them, and it just sat in front of her, just so it she didn't feel awkward. She would not touch it the entire time. For all the Baptists in East Texas listening. <laughs> She was an oak. <laughs> oh, and I got so sick that night. Do you remember? As the night went on, I lost my voice. Yep, I do remember that. You I can had tell in all the pictures, I look awful. I look like I'm so miserable, but I wasn't. I was miserable the next day. Well, you know, I, I do. I will say that um, there is this one friend of yours, and I can't remember her name. She was very nice. But did she have something to do with like skincare or something or maybe no. cosmetics or something? But I, you know, I'm a guy. So like I use like soap, you know, <laughs> and uh, she came up to me. And she's like, what is your skincare routine? And I go, what? She's like, no, really? Like you have nice skin. What is your skincare routine? And I, I felt really like embarrassed that I didn't have an answer to that question. <laughs> what soap do you use um i use like dove something or other it's okay. like blue i don't know what's this <laughs> do like you shampoo my- or do you soap in yeah, your hair yeah, but I, like i don't have any kind of creams do you or have any hair right now are you buzzed? Uh, buzz it's not it's not super 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 short but it's buzzed short yeah so you use shampoo for your hair a buzzed hair yeah, I use shampoo, yeah. just regular old shampoo, no conditioner, nothing. And then I use uh, just soap oh. in the shower. Like, I don't wash my – like, this is some guy, when she says she's going to bed, what that means is I'll be in bed in about 40 minutes because she's got to do her creams and her washing of the face and the – you know, whatever whatever she does before she goes to bed. Yeah. When I say I'm going to bed, um, usually in bed already. <laughs> You have Tiger Magic potions that work overnight, so you wake up looking dewy fresh. I just think, you know, I look now, I think about your friend, I'm like, how good could I look if I did have a routine? <laughs> <laughs> so 
so good. Yeah, you just exactly. need to saddle up next to Mrs. Some Guy tonight and say, I'm just going to copy what you do for the next yeah. week and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll look like, uh, I'll look like Wayne Newton or something. With, uh, <laughs> extra tight. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Speaking of extra tight faces, I have a question for you. On the show, we, we, I don't, I don't, uh, we need somebody to tell us. Somebody please tell me in social media, email me, do something, DM me. The, the reason why I'm so emphatic about this right now is because Laura has a huge TV. And so Rachel's, face is huge on the wall. Then they have the little subset box where you're watching Rachel, quote unquote, live watching what happened a couple of months before. And there is a significant difference in the woman's jawline. What is that? Her forehead did not move the entire... Well, foreheads don't move all the time. We know that's Botox. How does your jawline become more square? It was more square than it was before. Is that is is it gaining weight? Because she looked thinner to me. She, she looked she, thinner I mean, to me in the studio. She looked like she gained weight, I think. And and not like, not like she didn't look... She looked attractive, but she didn't look... Um, like stressfully thin like she did during the season. Mm, I feel like she has, and we have said it multiple times on this podcast, the worst poker face of anyone that has ever lived. She cannot hide it. She cannot fake it. And it was clear as a bell that this does not end well for her. If it does end well for her, She's she's mastered the art of acting or something because she was forlorn the entire two hours. She could barely muster a smile. She could barely muster any sort of excited, energetic anything. Well, first of all, poker. I hardly know her. <laughs> I had to use that joke. Sure. And the other poker joke, you know that one, is a, how do you wake up Lady Gaga? You poke her face. Yeah, you poke her face. Um, <laughs> do you know how Lady Gaga eats her steak? No. Raw, 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 raw. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, here's another one you won't enjoy. <laughs> um, well, like so. You're, but you're right, though. She, she's in Ben Flangic mode. You could tell she's just. Yes contractually obligated to go there and pretend like she doesn't know or, you know, whatever that something happened. But um, yeah, I don't, it's pretty obvious that there are some problems with both of their end stories. Right. Except for Gabby ends up sort of happy, I guess. But uh, um, you know, even, even she had some bumps in the road with the people not wanting to get engaged. Mm, Yes. It was sad. Like she was marching in a funeral R.I.P. the Queen. She looked like she was marching in funeral. Gabby looked like she wanted to be happier and a little bit more bubbly, but was toning it down to try and match Rachel in a in a sense of I can't be super excited when she's not even coming up to near excited. And I also wanted to point out Jesse Palmer. I need your thoughts on Jesse Palmer. Just 
Um, I don't know. He's no Harrison. Let's just leave He's it at no that. Harrison. Right? It was painful to watch. I just feel like he doesn't know how to command a moment or he puts his, he, he, you know how Harrison was a master of sitting in silence and just making that moment stretch out. Well, Her- Jesse doesn't get to the moment to make it stretch out. He's just sitting in silence and then we'll say that has to be hard. Yeah. Um, okay. Harrison is also good. Harrison would have like these. Remember he would be like, well, how's that going? And mm-hmm. it would just be like a dagger straight to whoever's face was sitting in front of him. Poke that bear. He could yeah. poke the bear. And uh, yeah. oh, I just don't know. It was adept. tough. He's not as adept at that. Um, did uh, I think I sent you a screenshot of some of my mom's texts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, she watches the show like 30 minutes out of a t- uh, at a time, like over a three-day period. <laughs> And she, it's usually like from 11 at night till one in the morning. And so I just get these random, mm-hmm. but, um, the, the, I sent you a pretty funny exchange. Um, but, but the exchange before that was, um, something like, uh, was Jesse a bachelor? And I said, well, yeah, he was, you know, back when he played for the giants, he was a bachelor. Um, and then I get like, Oh, <laughs> and then 20 minutes later, um, poor Zach, I didn't like him anyway. <laughs> And yeah. then, you know, an hour later, um, I'll get something like, um, it looks like he dodged a bullet, though. <laughs> <laughs> she had some housework to do, and then she yeah, came back yeah. to I mean, Yeah. I mean, and then the one I said, the one, the exchange I sent you, uh, you know, starts at 5.07 p.m. and extends until 11.49 p.m. <laughs> And the first one's Rachel's. This is five o'clock. Like I'm still at work. Rachel's annoying. She's snotty and fake. Watching the rest of the episode. <laughs> Several minutes later, um, how badly does she want to be engaged? Oh my god! You know it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. That's the part that. It, there were several moments last night where I was exhausted by Rachel. Yeah. And I think that was a universal feeling from everyone. A lot yeah. of the social media the is really feel that too. Right. Like yes. For, yes. It was like, dude, you know, I can't deal with this. Yes. A lot of the social media are, they're trying to paint her as a villain. I don't necessarily see her as a villain. I just see her as someone who really, 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 wants to be engaged and they're going to have to figure the showrunners are going to have to figure out something for that problem. I don't know if it it's, I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but what we're faced with are now three people, including Avon and Jason and Eric, you know, two of Gabby's guys who are saying, Hey, it feels like the engagement's coming pretty quickly. I don't want to get down on one knee. I'd like to date you outside of this for a little while. I know I like you. I know I want a future with you. I am 85% sure this is going to end the engagement. I just don't want it to end in an engagement from five yeah. days from now. We all want the Neil Lane ring. They all want the Neil Well, Lane. yeah, I think that too. But where I where I get so frustrated is both of these women are being presented with very logical, normal thoughts from these guys who I, P.S., think really like them. 
I don't think they're putting on a show. Tino, I think, is putting on a show. I don't think Avon is. I don't think Eric is. I don't think Jason was for the most part. And they're just wanting to figure things out. And these women are receiving it as you don't like me if you're not going to get down. We're not on the same page. And that's what kept frustrating me with Avon and Rachel's conversation. Oh, that was was about as circular as, you know. It was. And and like you said, you could see him exhausted, putting his forehead, his entire head in his hands and, and not understanding why she couldn't understand. And she's not understanding why they're not on the same page. Allegedly, they had a conversation about engagement, what that looks like. Are you ready? And his answer was yes, because he is ready to get engaged. He is there ready to get engaged. He is not ready to get engaged in five days. But he's saying, you know, I could get there. I I plan on getting there. I'm confident I will get there. But do you think that moment where she gets so frustrated is because she's been embarrassed in front of her family because she just announced to Big Tony and her mom and her two friends, hey, this guy's ready. He's going to get down on one knee. I'm excited. And then the friends find out, well, he told us he didn't know if he was ready to get engaged in five days. And it just circles the drain. Do you think that's why she was so upset that she was embarrassed by her family? Because she kept saying, this doesn't make sense. We talked in length. I am not coming out of here not being engaged. Well, yeah. why does that matter? Well, you know, the, the answer to that is, well, that's sort of not your choice. <laughs> well, and that's the other thing that Gabby was saying to Eric because he had the exact same conversation with her and she's saying, I'm not the one proposing. It's right. you. Right. So and he, so that puts them in a guys, weird position. I think we're talking about Avon and Eric. Both those guys made it an honest, mm-hmm. straightforward attempt to be really direct with both of them and say, look, you know, there's a future for us, but I'm not ready to get married or right away or get engaged right away. And I think Rachel, first of all, Big Tony's, you know, he I can't decide who I don't like more, him or the, the dingbag grandfather um, <laughs> guy. I like I Grandpa John. Yeah, I get it. Like, there's a family thing, and he's like the funny old guy in the family. It's just, mm-hmm. it's annoying to me. But um, Big Tony would probably be a lot if you were his son-in-law. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's got to cross your mind. Number one, and number two, like you got to see that that's Rachel's model for a male person mm-hmm. in her life. That's tough to replace. Uh, and then you've got to, I think, to your question. She's just afraid to fail on national TV, I think, right? She, yeah. she really wants to get engaged. She's got it in her head that that's how this ends. And it's not turning out that way, and she can't control the outcome. So I think you're seeing a, a whole bunch of that come to a head. Right. I don't understand how the show... I, I, the show needs to do something with that, though, because... Instead of us all being shocked and thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, no. We're all irritated watching it instead of being, no, they're not going to get married. What? We're all thinking, well, yeah, that's a perfectly logical thing to say. Why? And then we kind of turn on the girls, make Gabby 
left him and said, he wants to date me. He just wants to date me. Why wouldn't he want to propose? Well, because he's known you a collective 19 days. Well, that and, and it's apparent you're kind of nuts. <laughs> but that's what that's what's so troublesome for me. I guess I'm trying to make this normal and we're just not in a normal situation. But to me, I feel like if you're going to go on this show, you need to sign the page that says I will propose or you need to sign the page that says I will not propose. And the girl is okay with that. I don't see like, so, you know, these guys sign up for the show. And, and I said jokingly last week that this is a, it's not a tattoo, right? So it's not 90 day fiance or married underwater or whatever, you know, where they just get married right away. Um, and then I, I don't even know if that's legally binding or if there's some kind of symbolic thing, but let's just assume that they don't get a marriage license and they don't, you know, do the ceremony and file the paperwork with the state and they're legally married. Now they have tax implications like Britney Spears, you know, in Las Vegas. If none of that is going to happen, what's the harm in just getting engaged? I guess there's that, well, it's only going to happen once for me, mm-hmm. but they're on a show where that's supposed to happen. Right. That's where, that's where my frustration comes in. You hit the nail on the head. I want there to be, you know, follow the parameters that you signed up for. And if you're not, then be okay with him not following the parameters that you, you know, I think they just need to not freak out and leave and, oh my gosh, you want to date me? What? I have to have a ring when I leave here. Well, then that does not help the case. And also, I mean, clearly I'm assuming Gabby comes back around and, or either Eric says, whatever, I'll, I'll do what you just said. I'll play the game and get the uncle Neil ring and hand it to you. I don't know, but that's, that's the part that I get. I'm, I get too caught up in that where I'm rolling my eyes going, this is so ridiculous versus because like you say, married at first sight, 90 day fiance, that's, that's part of it. That's what you do. And the people in charge are telling you that, Yeah, you know, and, and you would think that that is this too. let them get engaged or not get engaged, make it the rule. I don't, I, I, that's the part that's just so frustrating to me. Right. But I didn't, again, from we're talking about Avon and um, Eric. I, I don't sense some sort of overwhelmingly, uh, you know, adverse position about the prospect of a relationship or anything yeah. other than the engagement. Like these guys seem all in. They just right. don't want to get down on one knee next week. Right. And here's um, my but- other thing I wanted to ask you. Rachel melted down yep. whenever – he kept, he, he circle talked too. I hated that he apologized 95,000 times for doing it, but Avon circle talked saying, I am ready. I am there. I didn't mislead you. I do want to be engaged. I just want us. He just, he never, he just should have said, but just not in five days, maybe a month, maybe yeah. two months, but just not in five days. Let's leave here together. He did say that. I want to leave here with you. I, and she is, ugly crying tears and then tells Jesse in the studio and on camera. Yeah. I thought it was going to be me and Avon at the end of this, which was shocking to me because I kept thinking it was Tino at the end of this. Congratulations, Tino, your second choice. Right. (laughs) Which, which proves you said it. That proves she doesn't pick Tino because if she does, 
how awkward for him to just hear and see her melt down in such a huge way. Ugly tears, having to turn her face from the camera, snot, mascara, red face. She liked him. And that's the other thing. Just do, what are we doing? You're going to not be with him because he's not going to propose to you. It's a journey, Lindsay. (laughs) It is. It's her journey. Um, You know what would be great, I think, is if you just had some kind of, um, you know, one of those boxing dates or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and you had Tino's dad and Big Tony just slug it out. For, I think for, that'd be um, great. And, and I'd if, watch if, that if, reality show. Right. And if Big Tony won, then Tino has to propose. And if <laughs> the other dad won, then uh, Tino's dad won, then uh, they could just date. That's right. <laughs> anyway, we have one more finale left. This was part one. We have part two next week, and we're done, though. And it, from the looks of it, know. Rachel hates Tino now. right she's not gonna be happy and but we know that gabby ends up with eric right i i mean i don't know for 100 sure i'm just assuming because she she looked really content yeah and like she was trying to temper her excitement there's no way that a double bachelorette season doesn't end with at least one engagement i'm telling you they'll make i agree they will sit him down and be like, look, we put up with your haircut, your stupid name with the H on the end. We did all that stuff for you. You got to take one for the team. Here's the other thing that Jesse mentioned. Next week, we're going to find out who the next Bachelor is. Oh. And uh, what do you think that Zach crying in the back of the rejection SUV was his audition reel? And he got it. He's got such a Jake Pavelka vibe to me, though. I, I just I don't. I don't want him to be the bachelor. But who else who else would it be? I have no no, I just think maybe maybe they bring back that drunk guy that was Jerry O'Connell's brother. <laughs> Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, Jerry O'Connell's you know? brother. Yeah. Charlie. There Charlie, there it is. <laughs> I, I remember um when they went to his apartment or whatever that his brother paid for. And it looked like, I mean, they were filming there. And I remember it looked like, um, you know, he had just like been Rolled surprised with a visit. There was like clothes everywhere. <laughs> and like, you're like, dude. <laughs> but that was crazy. his thing too. I remember he said he didn't want fancy cocktail dresses for rose right. ceremonies. He just wanted everybody to be comfortable. Yeah. I've said this before. I would need one show to, to decide. <laughs> One no, show. You, don't. you need three. No, I would need one show and fantasy suites. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. And to be one hundred percent clear, I technically don't care because I'm not invested in anybody. Even no, Laura said last night, yeah. I, she didn't care that Zach was going home. She barely knows Zach. She barely knows Avon. But we knew Avon meant something because Rachel was having such a heart attack whenever he was leaving. It's yeah. just, a. It, again, we've said this from the beginning too. We, this season, they're just throwing stuff on the wall to see what sticks. I, I don't think that, but Laura said, do you think it's going to keep going? And I told her, I said, they're just going to have to make more of an effort. Otherwise, yeah. people aren't going to care because they're not missing out on anything. No, this look, I think we talked about this. It was it was billed as this and, and I think 
conceptually it probably made sense like when they were setting up this season oh we're gonna have two really likable girls and they're gonna go on a journey and they'll you know blah blah it didn't work it didn't you know because i think they have an editing problem remember paul was showing up like uh, we didn't have time for the last date Uh, right I even got a rose. Trust yeah. us. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, next week for eight minutes before uh, we move on to whatever else is on the calendar. Oh man. Um, yeah. It's been, it's been a, um, I feel like it's been, I was going to use the word uneventful, but I don't know if that's the right word. I just, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe what you just said is that we're, I don't really feel invested in anybody. There's a certain amount of apathy I have toward this that I usually don't have. Cause at this point in the season, you know, I don't lose sleep over it, but I'm, I have a feeling about who's going to end up sure. where I just don't now. I don't, and I don't really care. And for people like me and Laura who watch this for the romance part of it, if we go through all of this and these jokers aren't even together, I don't care if there's a ring or proposal, but they're not even together at the end of it. We yeah. just feel like we've wasted the last eight, 10 weeks of our lives. Yeah. Which a lot of people feel like watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette anyway. But there Isn't is that, the that point part. Show is to just sort of remove yourself from, ironically, from reality and just yeah. see other people's misery. And root for these two crazy kids to fall in love. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, not, yeah. it's just not that anymore. Do, do we think that we finally have some musical uh, intervention next week? No. We don't even have that. Terrible. We don't even have the vol- rolling virgin anymore. No, no, they didn't. It's not like, and I felt like they should have like retired that, you know, like they we should have gotten a shot of it sailing off into yes. the, but we didn't, we didn't even get that. We didn't even get that. Yeah. We just and get then, Jesse in an abandoned studio saying it's going to be the most dramatic season ever. Yeah, I'm not buying it. Palmer's got football season to call, you know, to start. <laughs> yeah, season, he's also phoning this in. Yeah, one foot out the door. <laughs> you're gonna see him. You know what would be great is you're gonna see him the same suit he wears to the driveway next week. He's gonna have on on Sunday morning. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Can I borrow one of the limos, please? I've got to make it across town. i got to get to the Rose Bowl. That's Thanks. Hey, thank y'all for listening. And a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelorette bracket. Don't know how you do it. So glad that you do. Um, We have new leaders. Emily and Allison are in the lead right now. And I'm going to assume that they will remain in the lead. Because I don't know how it works if Rachel doesn't end up with anybody. Anyway, it's still super fun. If you'd like to read a recap of Gabby and Rachel's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. And make sure to check out the handicast sheet I've left you. You can follow guys on Instagram and see what they're saying at the end of this journey. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. 
Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. That's where you'll also find all of our information about our Rise Africa donor match days. Any Anything you give will be multiplied by two. $10 will be $20. Y'all, that's huge. It's very exciting. So if you can click on that, I'll leave a link in the show notes. Don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. You can also read all about Arise Africa in It's a Love Story. I talk about a mission trip I went there. Super fun, super interesting. I'll leave links in the show notes to that as well. Y'all stay safe. Have courage, be kind out there, and we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. You know how I feel. Oh, freedom is mine. And I know how I feel. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. So good.